When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working, and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality, and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Welcome to another episode of the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. This is episode 217. And yes, I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Presentation skills. Now, they're not generally considered the forte of small business and ambitious entrepreneurs. But in this age of genuine connections, face-to-face networking events, and the perfect pitch, nailing your message is crucial to getting out there and being heard. And as we know, there is so much noise online and even offline, and it really is difficult to cut through. And we can learn the tricks of this trade easily enough, but being present in the room with a potential client or a business connection, it is a skill that is very much harder to master. Well, luckily, we have an in-help today for small business listeners and ambitious entrepreneurs. Dr. Gary Wallman joins me today, and he is one such expert, here to share his wealth of expertise and years of experience working with individuals and consultants as a communication skills coach, bringing people's voice and message out into the world as they've always dreamed possible. Now, on today's show, Gary can talk about a lot of different areas, so we'll just see where the conversation leads us, but more importantly, integrating the three Vs of communication, the verbal, the vocal, and visual components so that you can deliver your key message with greater ease, efficiency, and inspiring inspiring your listeners to take action, as well as developing self-talk to empower presentations on all stages of your life. He's got a great system, the grid system for walking your talk, as well as insights around modeling the hero. Welcome to the show, Gary. Yes, thank you, Anne-Marie. It's good to hear all you have to say as well. Very inspiring. Okay, I've had the opportunity to hear and see you speak uh, in networking opportunities. And the way you present is really, it's elegant, it's purposeful, it's intentional. And I really can see you engaging your audience. And uh, as we've said in your introduction, it's years and years of experience and, and practice. So um, share with us. When you look back over your career, as you started to develop this, what what really drives you? Why are you so passionate about communication and engaging with people? What a good question. It always starts at the beginning, doesn't it, Anne-Marie? It does. Looking back on my own multi-generational history, coming from a background of Russian Jewish parents and family that uh, 
had a very strong work ethic and mm -hmm. a desire for me to become and be the best I could be in this world, I had a lot of pressure from my parents with their own being behind me, yet a feeling in some ways that I wasn't fully heard mm -hmm. <laughs> when I was younger. So a lot of what I feel drives me underlying my clever tools that have developed over the years is really a feeling of how can I be better heard, felt, seen, understood, and appreciated mm. in this world when I didn't actually feel uh, that that was true at an early age as I wanted to be. Yes. We all have a similar version of being wounded from the beginning. So I've turned this around using some very simple tools and strategies, structures, templates to make it easy for people to be heard, to share their voice and message with the world mm -hmm. as being possible. But I'm happy to share those with those of you listening so we have an interactive experience together of you shifting right here while you're listening with us here today. Yeah, I love the way that you've shared that because so many people that I speak to who really do want to share a message, they feel a calling, a real purpose to share a message to the world, yet there is something that prevents them from doing that. Then they often will say, well, I'm really nervous. But like you, you have just said, there were instances in your childhood where you may have been speaking, but you really didn't felt you didn't feel heard. You didn't feel understood and so for some of people listening today they may have stood up and shared a message but they might have been criticized they might have been whatever it is and then that is kind of what's keeping them stuck from moving forward and really sharing their voice now and as we said it really is a cluttered marketplace so for some of us we may be speaking but no one really is understanding there's miscommunication there and I know you've got a wealth wealth of tools let's dive in talking about integrating the three V's of communication verbal vocal and visual components tell us why are all three so important often Anne-Marie when we hear someone speak as you just mentioned we're missing something or the speaker is missing something even when I'm speaking with you right now you can't see it but I'm using my hands mm -hmm. I sense is that to reach our audience the people that we really want to have hear us understand us get our message be inspired to action by what we have to share are needing to hear us in a multi-sensory way there's all kinds of different listeners and communicators in this world. We know that the visual speakers and the visual learners are more quick and also respond to what is being seen. The more auditory respond to, as you can hear in my voice, the voice going up, going down, pauses for emphasis. There's a different quality of retention from those who are more acutely able to receive information from the hearing mm -hmm. and kinesthetic learners and speakers again as you hear my voice what am I doing I'm slowing down so there's a different quality of being able to feel the communication with more time to digest each syllable now if we take this a bit further the verbal words the vocal sounds and the visual delivery when you're seeing someone on stage or in front of them some of the best speakers that I coach and some of the people I've been working with make a living just doing speaking. Some of the best speakers from all over the world. Yet there's still something missing. Often 
The words are communicated with enthusiasm. The stories are shared with great passion. What's often missing is making pictures with the hands, with the fingers, with the arms, with the whole body, so people see what you're saying as well as hear it. If mm -hmm. we can reach people who we're speaking with on many more levels of meaning and messaging and senses than just the verbal and the vocal, the visual is often way more commanding and what people remember. So when you're speaking, to match your words with your gestures conveys even more impact and effectiveness than simply getting the words out there. Key is being able to match the verbal words with the visual delivery. Yes, I love that. And sometimes we will often assume that some of the visual elements are just us standing there or even having some PowerPoint presentations here. People are looking at the PowerPoints. But what you're talking about is really the mannerisms, how you show up, as you said, deliberate and intentional gestures. Uh, and sometimes when we're a little bit nervous, we may not recognize that some of the gestures going on are more nervous ticks or us trying not to show that we're nervous and that can sometimes just kind of unconsciously distract and not really engage with the audience is that kind of what you're talking about as well very true one time i was working on a presentation developing to three huge Toastmaster groups in the East Coast of the United States. There are about 300 people there. And one person who volunteered, as I often have people volunteer in my groups and to go through a presentation breakthrough in front of everyone, said that he has a nervous tick, just as you said, Anne-Marie. Mm -hmm. And he's always moving his foot up and down, up and down, really nervous in front of audiences. Yes. I asked him a very simple question. Well, what do you do with your foot when you're not speaking? He said, oh, well, I'm a concert pianist. I said, oh, God. <laughs> what do you do with your foot on the piano? He said, I do that with my foot on the piano. I say, okay, here's what we're going to do. Come out to the audience. That's right, that's right, that's right. Imagine the audience being your piano, okay? And put that foot down as though you're playing the piano as though the audience were your keys. Mm. Guess what happened? When he had permission to do what he was self-conscious doing, he didn't do it anymore. Suddenly, yes. he was no longer self-conscious. Now, let's take it to another level, Anne-Marie. One of the most powerful exercises I can offer you that's listening to be able to remove your nervousness once and for all is this simple exercise. Imagine three key words that match your quintessence, your essential essence, that that is your strengths and sensitivity and gifts and expression if people were really to notice what you have to say. For me, it would be, I'm creative, I'm engaging, and I'm transformational. And with each of those words, I matched it with a gesture. When I said I'm creative, I moved my hands like they're swimming in the air. When I said I'm engaging, I moved my arms back and forth as though I'm reaching from my heart to yours. And when I said I'm transformational, I took one hand and I chopped it into the other palm of the other hand like a karate chop. Well, you too who are listening can come up with three key words. They don't have to be the right words, any words that put you in the zone. Ideally, three different qualities of words. 
So rather than I'm caring, I'm sincere, and I like people, that's too much the same. Three different words that allow the gestures to move in different directions as well. Mm -hmm. When you speak on stage, any stage of your life, the gestures not only move in different directions, but by including those same gestures when you are nervous or don't know what to say, it brings you back into the zone and helps train the audience to know what you're going to say before you even open your mouth. How powerful is that? Oh, yes, absolutely. And I'd imagine once, um, you know, your students and your clients start to integrate that within how they're presenting, it completely, you know, shifts their mindset and just how they present. Is that what you find almost instantaneously, I would imagine? Instantaneously, it's so true. And by getting yourself into the mindset. Let's say, for example, you say this sentence before you go onto the stage, before you present in front of a group, you're looking in the mirror, because this is another powerful statement that I always have in my group sessions and well as my individual one-on-one live and Skype coaching sessions. Imagine yourself saying this in front of the mirror, there's a mirror in front of you right now, using your body and your words and your sounds to say, it's easy for me to reach you with my message. Now, when your words, your sounds, and your gestures all link up like that, and you're in the zone, then take that activation right onto the stage. When you do, people are infected with the contagious magnetism of you being able to bring people on a journey, then whatever you have to say, follows when you trust your words flow when you trust your gestures your sounds your movement patterns first your words flow my key presentation that i give Anne marie is called speaking from the heart transforming your message with your body and voice so the body the visual the voice the vocal reinforces that verbal message mm. like tomorrow that puts people in such a compelling listening that their listening is louder and your message get received far more clearly yes and you know, we were talking uh, earlier in the introduction where you'd share an insight and I think this fits beautifully around developing self-talk to empower presentations on all stages of your life by saying uh, you know to yourself before you step out onto stage it's easy for me to reach you with my message is far more inspiring and empowering and transformative than what many of us previously might have done I'm, I hope I don't make a mistake I hope they don't you know we kind of roll through this whole internal dialogue which is not supporting us but if we shift that and say what you've just encouraged us to say I can see as we step on stage we bring a whole new persona because the mindset is just so strong that belief in what we're telling ourselves yes yeah now picking up on that and reflecting on something you said before about people being criticized we've all been criticized mm. either by well-meaning or not necessarily parents lovers sisters, brothers, authority figures, teachers, mentors, heroes, role models of all kinds. If there has been in you that feeling that you've taken on board people's patterns, people's programs, people's pain in an attempt when you were very young to want to please them because you wanted to have mommy and daddy like you and give you lots of attention 
If that happened, here's a simple exercise to practice. Put that person in front of you now who you imagine and remember criticizing you at an early age or at any earlier, best the earliest stage of life because that affected you more deeply. Say the following words. I now address you, name the person or the group of people, and then say, remember that time, I sure do, when I was really young, when I was so-and-so, and I was doing this, and I was in that position, and you criticized me, and you said, don't do that anymore, something like that. Mm -hmm. Well, ever since that moment, I have been afraid to be myself, to be vulnerable, to be authentic, to be transparent, to share my wisdom, my warmth in front of groups, because I imagine you criticizing me from that earliest age. This is not my true identity. I developed that identity in order to be able to get your approval. It was a false identity. It never was who I truly was. It allowed me to cope with you all these years in an attempt to even heal our relationship. I've been repeating the same pattern in all of my thinking, my speaking, my actions ever since. I take this pain, do this with me, if you're not, driving a car, and I wad it up in my hand into this ugly ball, okay? And I send it, I stand as though you're about to throw a ball, and say these words out loud after me, I send it back to the source. That's good, put it in your hand again, and whatever's left of it, reach back, pull back your arm, your throwing arm, and then as you're about to throw it back, say, I send it, I send it back to where it came. Then move clockwise, like an analog clock. Remember those? The ones that moved clockwise <laughs> in a clockwise direction. Move your body clockwise, spinning to the right, sinking to the ground. That's you moving through time with your heels on the ground, knees slightly bent. Do this with me if you can, or imagine it. Breathe into the base of your belly, your base of your authority, filling your chest and heart with fresh breath, and declare, I reclaim. I reclaim trust in myself to speak my truth with ease, renewed again. Today for me is a new day. I've sent the past away. Hip, hip, hooray! <laughs> and with that silly little Monty Python-like exclamation mm -hmm. at the end, this helps encode and remember that new pattern in your muscle memory now. Now, when you're on stage, you can feel this newly freed up permission you've given yourself. Okay, go back to the mirror. Take your right hand and place it at the base of your spine. Look into the mirror. You can do this later or when you hear this uh, podcast recorded again, so you can listen to it live when you're in front of a mirror. Okay, right hand at the base of your spine. Looking into the mirror. Instead of reaching out to reach the audience, now... Send the sound, instead of reaching out, like you're trying to impress somebody, get their attention, gain their approval, send the sound like a lance, a spear, of heartfelt, fiery intention to the base of your own spine, to the center of the molten earth, as though you were your, not just worst audience and critic, but best audience. If you receive it to the base of your own foundation first, the audience will get it by osmosis. So saying down and in the following words, it's easy for me, sound down and in, to reach you, maybe you're pointing the finger out, but the sound goes down, reaching yourself first with my message. 
very powerful exercise. Speaking from the inside out. That's what we're talking about here today. Wow. Powerful because I know there are many people throwing that wad, that ugly wad that they uh, developed and threw that back to the source. Incredible how uh, we can carry unknowingly people's criticism, as we said, and, and, um, and, and words. And that can really hold us back from sharing our message. So great. I'm sure everyone's great to have, have now tossed that back to, to where it came from. Wonderful. Um, Dr. Gary, I know that you've show, shared with me this incredible grid system, which you've actually come up with yourself. I know that we've only got a short amount of time, obviously, on this interview, but share a little bit about that because there's going to be people who are listening who've loved the exercises that you shared today and also gives them a bit of a snapshot of the kind of workshops that you really, um, you know, you, you provide for them. But the grid system's also really going to support them too. So share what it is and how it can help people? The grid system, Anne-Marie, is a series of nine boxes, three by three, that look like knots and crosses. Mm -hmm. And if you can imagine yourself standing holographically in the center, always in the center of these nine squares, so whether you move left and right, front and back, these nine squares move with you. And imagine the central square as you face your audience imagining any audience that you're going to be speaking with, being the central square represents the present, now. What matters the most to me now, my present stand on the subject. So when you take your stand of command in your land, in the instrument of your human body, which is the chief instrument of communication, then you can move from the present to the past and the future. So imagine yourself facing your audience. Got it? Mm -hmm. The audience is looking at you. Obviously, it's a 180-degree relationship in most audiences. All right. You're facing out. The audience is facing in. From the audience's point of view in Western culture, think about it. When we write in language and we write from left to right, we are programmed in our thinking with the use of the pen to, as we move to the right, see the right as where we're heading. So when we move to the right with our pen, we are thinking about moving towards the future. Yeah. So the audience is thinking underlying the surface subliminally of movement patterns from you towards them, as they're looking at you, as you move to their right, you're moving to their future. Mm -hmm. When you move to the audience's left, your right, and as you point your right hand out toward the audience's left, you might say, in the past, the way things used to be, stepping into the center, the way things are right now, leading your left hand to the left of your body to the audience's right. In the future, where are we heading? We're heading to relationship speaking. This form of speaking today, and then you might step into the front central square in the front row of my grid system is what I call confide. What am I doing with my voice, Anne-Marie, when I say these words? The real secret to what I'm sharing with you here is developing a relationship with your body, 
message and your audience. What am I doing with my voice? Mm, yes. I'm, I'm dropping it. Yeah. I'm lowering the voice as though I'm confiding in a dear friend. So those four zones, past, present, future, from the audience's left to right, and confiding as I step forward, and in back of me to make a dynamic cross. What's been holding me back up to now, what's now moving me forward, our backers, people who are supporting us, are moving us forward. Those zones help to choreograph communication so the audience, again, is trained to know what you're going to say before you even say it. Mm. Let's say you have a specific story that you love to share with people that happened in the past. Go to that place in the past where you plant the story on the stage. And then when you share it with the audience, when you walk back to that spot, what is the audience thinking? Oh, they're going to go back to the past and very likely tell that story or something from the past that happened. So the audience starts to understand your message subliminally on many more levels of meaning just by the way you move your body. The grid system for walking your talk, literally walking your talk on the platform. Yeah. What I love about that, of course, is when you understand your grid system and you're using it and incorporating all those wonderful elements that you've just shared, the audience often has no idea what you're doing, yet you're, as we said, you're connecting with them on, on such a, a deeper level. One of the things, Dr. Gary, as you were talking uh, and sharing your grid system, I wonder if that's got anything to do with, you know, sometimes you walk from one room to another and you get to the new room and you think, now what was I coming in here for? I have no idea. So we return back to the spot where we were and we think oh I know what it is and then we go on again is that kind of something similar in that it stimulates like the thought that was going on when we go back to the spot where we were deliberately thinking I need to go and get something or is that something completely different that's very true and very perceptive of you too Anne-Marie matter of fact by stepping on specific zones that are consistent whatever they are you can make up your own zones mm. not just like system and by returning to that same spot where it feels like a certain story or a certain message wants to be conveyed whenever you go back to that spot you will be picking up the dialogue mm. the movement patterns the gestures the sound qualities of that place if you have a particular moment that you forget what you're saying like you were just saying if you forget something and you go to back to the place you were before there's a very simple tool you can also practice picking up on what you were just sharing mm -hmm. and let's say you forget what you're saying it happens to all of us sooner or later and you could stay there for a moment staring at the audience <laughs> and saying to the audience if you were wanting to really embarrass yourself oh my god lost the plot <laughs> I forgot what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we all do that anyway, so yeah. it's a truly human trait. But let's say you don't want to embarrass yourself or look like a fool. Another way of saying that, that includes the audience, that's a very elegant way of sharing the same information, is instead of saying, I lost the plot or I forgot what I'm saying, where are we going to go from here? Hmm. What I've been telling you is, and you go back to that spot, and of course then you remember, what I just told you is, and now you're back on track, ah, and 
going to be telling you it, and it's a simple way of like going through the skid. It's a simple thing, just like moving through a skid. How do you get out of the skid? You go back into where the place was that you're being stuck, and then you move out of it. Mm. So the I, only way out is through, not by trying to get somewhere else, and then you will absolutely remember. Yeah. Now, yeah. taking it. this to another level, if we want to acknowledge some qualities that have been disowned or forgotten in ourselves that we may see in our heroes, our role models, our mentors, it's a very powerful exercise I love to do. I often do this in my Skype coaching sessions as well as my live sessions called the hero exercise. Imagine yourself, you who are listening, in front of someone who's been a hero, who spoke up when you didn't, who said something that absolutely shifted your life direction, or even someone you've seen in the movies, could even be a pet dog, a cartoon character, that you just love some of their qualities of expression. Some people use Gandhi, some people use uh, people who have made a huge difference in the world that are also truly humanistic souls. And just like that exercise I gave you before, when you acknowledge your own three key strengths, Richard Branson's another one of them, some people stand and they see the person in front of them and acknowledge, you know, I'm really glad you came to this exercise today because I love how you are an innovator, you're always sincere, and you're a rebel. You find ways of making a shift from the common, from the ordinary to the extraordinary. And the person stand in that person's body as though that person were receiving the communication just as they would speak, just as they would look back in your eyes with gratitude, breathing as they would breathe, moving as they would move, saying back to you, thank you so much for acknowledging me. Those qualities of my being an innovator, thinking outside the square, and what you just honored in me, you have those same qualities too. Now, when that exercise happened, often people are moved to tears because mm -hmm. they haven't owned those disowned qualities that they put in pictures on their walls of their mentors, their heroes, their role models. And by that simple little exercise, they can reclaim what they have forgotten or maybe never ever fully owned and embodied. So on that level of answering your question, what do you do when you forget? is a very powerful way to remember, to embody, and then simply now to magnetize to you the audience's listening. As I approach my audience, say that after me, mm -hmm. as I approach my audience, my audience comes closer to me with louder listening. Many powerful tools you can create interactively to engage a more dynamic connection so people take action on what you have to say. Yeah. Wow. What an incredible call. I'm sure if we were all sitting around the table, uh, all of the listeners um, from around the world, I'm sure they would all agree. What an incredible call that we've had today, Gary, and, you know, sharing your insights has certainly been helpful. And we've only just really scratched the surface. Now, there are going to be people who want to know more about how they can connect with you, how they can find out more about the programs and the services you offer. What is the best way for them to reach out and to connect with you? Gary? Thank you, Anne-Marie. If you would like to know more, go deeper in this conversation that we've begun today. Like 
my presentation doctor, all spelled out, Facebook page. And that will give you all kinds of inspiring audios, videos, print materials, and information on upcoming events. I also have a website by the same name, mypresentationdoctor.com, all spelled out. And there you'll see in the teaching section under videos, live presentation breakthroughs from people from all over the world who've made huge shifts in their ability to communicate. There's also a blog on interactive communication there that is free, a lot of written information for me to assist you in being more engaging, vital, and commanding your standing on stage. Also, you'll be able to Skype with me. My Skype name is Gary Woolman, and the spelling G-A-R-Y, Woolman, W-O-H-L-M-A-N, whiskey, Oscar, happy, love, M-A-N, Gary Woolman. And that is my Skype name. I'm happy to do this on Skype as well. Very easy to work with people all over the world. And of course, I have every few months a live workshop where you can have the feedback of my supportive group, one coming up in a few weeks. You can find that as well on the Facebook page, my presentation doctor, as well as on my presentationdoctor.com, mypresentationdoctor.com website page. You can reach me in Australia on country code 61433126019 and by emailing me Dr. Dr. Gary, D-R-G-A-R-Y, Dr. Gary at mypresentationdoctor.com. An honor for me to assist you in bringing your voice and message out into the world and to enhance the impact and the effectiveness of your live presentations. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Dr. Gary. You really are a treat and uh, we can just feel your energy and your caring nature to really, as you said, want to support people in getting their message out there and doing so confidently. Um, so can you, you can only imagine what it's like to actually be in the same room. But as Dr. Gary said, he can also support you via Skype. Please reach out uh, to his various aspects. We'll put all of the links and things that he shared on our show notes to get to the show notes all you need to do is go to ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash aes217 or go to mypresentationdoctor.com and all of those details are there as well and if this is the first time you've listened to today's show then we are really honored that you have spent some time with us please subscribe to the show each and every week we have another amazing guest and all of those details are on the show notes uh, as well bye for now see you later dr gary yes Great, Anne-Marie. Blessed to be on your show. Thank you for the honor. Hi, it's Anne-Marie. Have you enjoyed listening to the show and have thought about creating your own podcast so you too can become an influential voice in your industry, but you just don't know where to start? I've created a special gift just for you. It's my free mini training, Podcasting with Purpose, where you'll learn what you need to do to stand out, be heard and influence your audience from your very first podcast. I'm also giving you my step-by-step podcast production workflow checklist, including the tools I use, as well as a checklist of no-cost and low-cost tools to get you started. To access, go to annemariecross.com forward slash mini training. That's annemariecross.com forward slash mini training.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.